Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello. Hi. How are you? Amanda. It's lovely to see you. So lovely. You know what I was thinking? We're going to talk today about scheduling um, our podcast recordings. And I think we haven't been very good at that. I know. We've been like, oh, crap. On Tuesday, we're like, oh, by the way, do you want to record this? (laughs) When are we recording this week? Yeah. It's been kind of like the past few weeks have been kind of a hot mess, which I'm going to talk about. But um, I think that we should schedule like regular in-person ones. I know. Yes. It's been too long. As convenient as as it is to be recording remotely, we need at least like one in-person recording a month because I miss you and I miss I miss Junie. You miss Junie more than I miss your house. You always have perfect bars for me. (laughs) You make me like a lovely spread for lunch. I I know. I usually have like a little charcut for lunch. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna make that like a more regular thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Why were you hot mess today? Well, I just feel like for the past few weeks, I've been a hot mess. Mm -hmm. And I think it has a lot to do with just like back to school and travel and like change of season. Like what the heck am I putting on my body? And like traveling a lot. Yeah. So I feel like I'm just kind of um, just now kind of catching up. But Brooke, I went from a hot mess to feeling amazing and like eight hours flat. Tell us how you did it. Tell Amanda us. Amanda Jefferson. How you did it. Well, first of all, I had the rare treat last night. You know, I don't get the house to myself that much. And you know, this is something that I just love. Mm-hmm. And so mom is out of town. Fernando took his to cheer last night. So I had like two and a half hours in my home last night by myself. And it was glorious. <clears throat> and I found myself really wanting to do like a brain dump mm-hmm. of just like, what? the heck do I have in my mind? Because I just have been feeling like on a hamster wheel, like, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this, but like no real rhyme or reason. So I thought of you Mm. and I thought of the balance bound framework of work, self, home and others. Mm -hmm. And I actually am looking at it now. And I even sent you videos of this last night. I loved it. My cabinets above my desk are conveniently sort of like four columns because there's mm-hmm. four cabinets. So I just created a work, self, home, others column. Love and it. I just started putting post-it notes of like, what are all like, like the big things like, I want to write a book to like, I need to call the dentist. Yeah. And just like put it all out there. And that felt really great. And then I got super extra. So I have these 
post-it notes I'm showing you, Brooke. Mm -hmm. This one is called, you know, today's top three. So then I had identified a top three for each category of things that I needed to do like today. Yeah. And then Brooke, the extraness continued because then I have these other post-it notes that are called make it a habit. So I identified one little habit that I want to do in each category. And the thing that also, I know, I know, Brooke, but the thing that turned things around, the hot mess things around was I got up early today because that's the biggest habit. You lost me. (laughs) And I didn't get up super early. I just got up like 20 minutes earlier. Okay. Which is what time? I got up at 6.45. Okay. My body actually woke me up at 6.45 today too. I'm not talking about crack of dawn. Okay. But I do wonder if like subliminally, because we spend so much time talking and if my brain was like, Amanda's up, time (laughs) time to get up. Bing, bing, bing. Because that was, I think, because we're going to talk today a little bit about like identifying the problem and is something a problem. And it was a problem that mm-hmm. I was not getting up early because I was finding finding myself trying to get myself ready and yeah. Isabel ready simultaneously. Yeah. No good. So I got up. I got cute. I put on <laughs> lipstick. I did my hair a little bit. Always I, look cute when we record. So I'm, I'm wearing a new, I love a good checkered flannel. This is from Aerie. This is a new purchase. Love it. So I got cute. And then I just felt so much more on top of it. And then when I sat down in my office, it was like, okay, here are your 12 to do's because yeah. I identified them last night. I love it. Obviously, I love that you're using the balance bound framework. Mm -hmm. And you reminded me that creating post-its customized with the different, Mm -hmm. um, you know, sections has been on my to-do list for a long time. So Mm -hmm. thanks for the nudge. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's how my brain works too. And I have been like not great about writing down all the things I have to do because, you know, like you said, this time of year, it's just like all the things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm doing the yearbook for the kids' school again. And I'm like also homeroom parent. And so all of that stuff is like in my brain right now, but I haven't been good about writing it down. Like I have to send the introductory email to each of the kids' classes and like all of those things I have to do. I have not been great about categorizing mm-hmm. and, and writing them down. So thank you for the little reminder that mm-hmm. I actually created a system that I should be using. <laughs> you have a good um, system. You I should do have use a good it. system. Yeah. I just have to use it. And know. you know, even, even I fall down on the job sometimes, but I love that you're using this. This made me really happy. Um, I always know when you're on a roll because, you know, we use, uh, WhatsApp to send voice mm-hmm. memos to each other. And like, I got out of a CFIT class, my Tuesday night class <laughs> that I love. And there was like a video from you. And then as I was watching the video, a voice memo popped up and then another voice memo. I was like, Oh, here she goes. <laughs> yeah. No, here I, I was, goes. I even like called you on like the physical phone at one point. You know what? I have to tell you this. So I didn't tell you why I didn't answer, but so I do the little water setting when I take a shower. Uh And so I'm wearing my watch in the shower. Right. And you called me and there was a moment there where I considered like, can I answer this? I mean, it wasn't a video chat. Let's be very clear. We have some boundaries, but I was like, Amanda must be calling for an important reason. Like, do I answer from the shower and just talk into my wrist? I did not. I decided that that was a boundary that I'm not ready to cross. <laughs> yeah, but because that is I why mean, I did not pick up. Yeah, I mean, because humans today, we don't normally like call each other. Right. You Usually know what I mean? when you call me, I know it's either a breakthrough that's related to... <laughs> 
the memos that you sent me prior to that. And you knew that I was like around because I did respond to a couple of your voice memos with other voice, but it was like, but the phone call sometimes catches you off guard, but yes, I wasn't ignoring you (laughs) and it was an exciting, um, thing that we'll talk about sometime soon listeners yeah Yeah. i had gotten some good news about the podcast that i was like i wanted to talk to you asap about but you know i i I hear the i hear the shower boundary you know yeah yeah Yeah. that's a boundary we're gonna keep (laughs) for a bit longer yeah so what's going on with you over there so i the funniest thing happened this morning i am it is it is officially sweater weather here yes last week when we recorded i think it was still a little warm but i was like still in like pre-sweater weather mode like Uh preparing for the sweater weather so i have on one of my fancy sweatshirts today Uh the one from target and this morning so last week after that episode um our friend jen reached out to me and was like gonna need the link to that fancy sweatshirt (laughs) because it sounds right up my alley so i was like you know it's always in the show notes but here you go i texted it to her And this morning, as I'm walking the kids to school, I see Jen, because our kids go to school together, and she, like, flags me down. Is she wearing the sweatshirt? sweatshirt. And I unzip my jacket. I was like, mate. (laughs) We both have different colors on today. I'm wearing the burgundy. She was wearing the black. And it was a real moment. It was very funny. Um, And I also was, like, a fancy sweatshirt influencer on Saturday night, we hung out with some friends and watched, or was it Saturday or Sunday? I don't remember. Saturday? Who knows? Whatever Weekend. night the Phillies mm-hmm. were on, our friends put the Phillies um, game on outside and projected it. And oh, so like, the kids were running around and the grownups were outside. And I like live in person influenced my friend. I was like, this is still 30% off with the Target Circle Week mm-hmm. offer. Like, get mm-hmm. your phone out right now. We're going to, mm-hmm. we're going to mm-hmm. get we're this gonna going to walk for through you. it so together. Yeah. I'm just, I'm a sweatshirt influencer now and it feels good. You are. It feels good. You are yeah. influencing people. I mean, people are crushing it across media PA. Thanks to you. In sweatshirts. If you in see sweatshirts. a middle-aged woman in a sweatshirt, <laughs> you know, I had something to do with it. Um, speaking of influencing, uh, we're going to play a voicemail from one of our listeners who was also these. influenced and inspired. Okay. Hi, Brooke and Amanda. Um, it's listener Aaron here. First time calling, um, but I love your podcast. I'm calling to let you know that you guys have totally inspired me to mix up my makeup routine. I have been um, using the same makeup for quite a while and, um, you know, I never thought about the concept of using um, cover-up to cover some of the blotchiness that I'm um, really self-conscious about on my face. I've always just tried to layer on foundation. Um, so, Brooke, I used your recommendation and I got some of the, um, the e.l.f. cover-up, which I'm really enjoying so far, and I got their new makeup setting spray. Uh, so, it's day one. I'll have to report back after a couple days of trying. Um, but so far, I'm really enjoying my new makeup routine and really appreciate you guys making some awesome recommendations on the air. Have a great day. Oh, I love that. I just, Thank you, Erin. Makeup is so fun to talk about because it is something that's really easy to just make a quick t- tweak about. Like, oh, yeah. let me just go buy this, you know, $7 product and see. I also adjusted some of my makeup this morning. I was okay. feeling, you know, so you know that, okay, we've talked about this before and I have no idea how to pronounce it. The Il Maquillage that we've talked about, you know I that. I think you're saying it right. You, at one point, you put a little Spanish, I was, mm-hmm. Latino, um, and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, say it, Il Maquillage. Maquillaje. Maquillaje. 
Okay. You, you do. Nope. Way, I never took Spanish. I took French. Yeah. But, but, the, but that's not, I'm, I'm, I'm creating a Spanish word that is not, like, that is not, I think it's like Italian or something. So there's no sure, reason for me yeah, to pronounce I it. I enjoyed as your twist. I enjoyed it. So anyway, I had that foundation, but I have not been using it because I've been using my Thrive Cosmetics. So I tried that today and it's lovely. I really do like it. I think I might've been trying to use it at a time that I was either too tan or too light or something. Mm, but today mm-hmm. the match was lovely. And then I stole Isabelle's Rare Beauty Blush because mm-hmm. she has the Rare Beauty Blush. And I did one of those kind of like setting sprays that's supposed to give you like a little sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> um, your, I don't know. Glitter it, era? Sparkle yeah, era? I don't yeah. know that that did anything, but it felt, it felt nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I'm so happy for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying playing with makeup a little bit more too. You know, it's never been like my comfort zone. I feel like I'm finally understanding, yes. understanding all the things. Um, while we are in the mode of sharing some things from our listeners, mm-hmm. I have a couple more things to share. So we okay. have one text. All right. Um, from a listener who said, I caught the podcast today about sleep. A quick occupational therapist tip. You don't want your weighted blanket to be more than 10% of your body weight. If someone is between weights, they should round down. This goes for kids too. Happy pro... I don't even know how to say this word. Happy proprioceptive induced snoozing. Oh. Is that a word that... I mean, that's usually what I say to everybody every morning. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, good morning, happy proposition snoozing. (laughs) Yes. So I'm guessing this is an OT word that I'm not familiar with. Anyway, that's a really good tip from our sleep episode. You know, I mentioned that I'm using um, a Luna weighted blanket. And I actually for myself bought like a kid's version because I was getting in Nick and I each have like individual ones because I don't like sharing blankets. Uh Um, so no worries. OT. I'm using one that is appropriate for my body. You did the the calculation. I didn't do the calculation, but based on my body weight and Uh the weight of this blanket, it's it's a good fit. You're you're within your range. Okay. I'm within my range, but but that's a really good tip for anyone else who is looking for a weighted blanket and doesn't quite know Mm. what what to get. Mm. One more listener message that we got. I love this one so much. Okay. This is from listener. Claire, she says, so she tells a little story. Hi, Brooke and Amanda. I've been listening to the pod since the beginning and finally had a pause the pod moment. After hearing your most recent episode, I wanted to write in to share about a random connection that I'm so glad I made because it really did change my life. Side note, this is in reference to our last episode about like just making personal connections and Mm -hmm. being open to connections. Mm -hmm. So she says, during my undergrad, I majored in Spanish studies and went to spend a semester abroad in Ecuador in the spring of 2011. I loved everything about it and couldn't wait to go back. When I got back to the U.S., I began working as an office assistant at the front desk of my dorm. Mm -hmm. On a hot, sunny day in late August, I was checking in a new international student who had just arrived. I got her information, went to hand her her keys and did a double take. I definitely had to ask her about her Backstreet Boys bracelet (laughs) because I had this same one from a concert I went to in Quito during my semester abroad. 
When I asked her about it, she said she had been to the very same concert and was just moving to Minnesota from Quito, Ecuador. I could not believe the coincidence and we became friends right away. She is still one of my very best friends. And over the years, we have visited each other in Minnesota and in Ecuador, met each other's families and shared so many special traditions with each other. Currently, she is living in Minnesota and I am living in Ecuador. Oh my gosh. I'm not usually a person to strike up a conversation, but in this instance, I'm so happy that I did. Thanks for the pod. Love listening while I'm on the way to work navigating through Keto's traffic. P.S. Last year during a trip back to the U.S., I bought my very own balance bound planner and am rocking it here in Ecuador. (sighs) This email sparked a lot of joy. So much joy. Like there's joy coming from every direction in that. Like I love the meet cute with the close friend. I love that they have kind of traded locations. Yes. The Minnesotan now living in Ecuador, the Ecuadorian living in Minnesota, and that they're still close friends and have shared so much together. And it all comes down to a Backstreet Boys bracelet. Listen, I'm an in-sync girl myself, but I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> gonna yeah, let it slide. So I I mean, I have to date myself because I'm a um I'm a, a new kids on the block girl. Well, I mean, they were fine, but like, yeah, but you're like a that years was beyond the instinct backstreet. I'm okay. about four years ahead of you. Yes, yes. As I remind you all, that's why I'm so wise, Brooke, it because so I am wise. older, older, and, and wiser. wiser. Yes. yes. Okay, I have two things that I want to say related to that. One okay. is, um, oh my gosh, I love it, and also. Um, Ecuador is on my bucket list because I really want to go to the Galapagos Islands. Mm. It's supposed to be like one of the most fascinating sort of ecological locations in the world. Okay. I have three things I want to say. Okay. (laughs) Second one is speaking of podcasts and our listeners, I was just on, as you were a couple weeks ago, your Zen friend podcast Mm -hmm. with Lauren Wolf, who was one of our faithful listeners, and she's super active in our Facebook group, and it was Mm -hmm. super lovely. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes because it was a really fun conversation. Definitely. I loved listening to you two chatting. Lauren has the most soothing voice. She really does. And for anyone who has listened to our podcast from the very beginning, I've mentioned her a few times, but she is the hot tub therapist. The hot tub therapist, which is exactly what I think of every time I think of her, um, which might not be like what she's going for, but that's fine. No, but it's, it's funny a, too because she does have, she does have such a soothing voice, but she'll throw in the occasional curse word every once mm-hmm. in a while, and you're like, oh, it's kind of, it's a little yeah, like oh, a little, little surprise, a little surprise, a little unexpected. I mean, you know me, I'm, I, but we 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 do not have the e on our right. podcast. We do not have the explicit, so we keep it clean. We keep it, but clean if here, we but- did. And we talk like ourselves. I would sound like a different person. The last thing I want to say is related to your planner, which is that um, I don't know if I've mentioned it here on the podcast yet, but I have hired an assistant who is a unicorn that the heavens sent down to me. Uh She's an amazing woman. Her name is Lauren. Anyway, she wrote me an email, which I forwarded to you a couple days ago that was like, I, unrelated to anything we're working on, I just wanted to let you know that I checked out Balance Bound Planners and I love them. They're amazing. And I'm ordering a 2024 planner. Oh, that made me so happy. I know. I think I I forgot to respond, but thank you for sharing that. Yeah. A little love fest here this morning, this afternoon, whatever. Feeling it. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Shall we take a little break? Let, yes, let's take a little break. We'll be right back.
You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. We're back. We are back. Just take a deep breath together. Let's just sigh together. You know, I have been doing some of that box breathing lately. Do you know what Mm. box breathing is? I do. I know all the breathing tips and I never, I'm not good at like remembering the steps and actually implementing. I was having a difficult parenting moment. Yeah. I stepped outside of the home. I hid in a corner of the house that nobody could find me outside. And I did some box breathing. Mm -hmm. I like it. Okay, so I should tell people what box breathing is. So you like basically, you imagine a box, you inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four. Mm -hmm. That's the box. It's a box. Anywho, that's not our topic today. Mm -hmm. It's not, but it does relate a little bit about Mm -hmm. just like how we handle quote unquote problems. Mm -hmm. Um, Sarah Von Bargen, who is, uh, her website is yesandyes.org, correct? Um, She, I believe we both subscribe to her newsletter. You have hired Sarah to do some work for you. Um, And she's just great. She's got the wisdom. And she's got the wisdom. And she sent an email yesterday that, like, in the first line, I was like, yep, love Mm -hmm. this, resonates, putting this Mm -hmm. one in the folder that I'm, you know, going to come back to later. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's like, what if this weren't a problem? And Mm -hmm. it's funny because I went on to read the email and some of the examples she listed were not at all what popped into my head when I read that line. Mm. But it's one of those things, you know, you and I, we talk about like a lot of mantras, you know, like I'm not on that committee. It should be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the things we say regularly that just kind of bring us back to a foundation of how we want our day to be, how we want our family to be. And this to me really resonated because I just, I feel like someone, and I think this comes with age, it comes with parenthood, it comes with um, experience in life, just Mm -hmm. figuring out the things that truly are and aren't problems. Yes. And I feel like as I feel like a triple expert problem solver because I'm a business owner. I'm a designer. I've talked about how I think design Mm -hmm. is like 70% problem solving. Right. And I'm a mom. And so I feel like I am solving problems, big or small, the majority of my day. And the majority of them are also not actual problems. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when you're a problem solver, it's almost like, I don't think it's a subconscious thing. So I don't think I would have ever thought of it this way before, but it's almost like you're looking for problems. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, what can I fix? What can I solve? What's the next thing? You know, and you're kind of, yeah, um, making things out of nothing sometimes. I be- think basically for me, it comes down to it doesn't have to be this hard. Yes, it can you be know? fun and easy. It can be fun and easy. You had presented the topic to me and I was like, oh, fascinating. But it wasn't until I read the examples that I was like, oh, I totally get it. 
Yeah. She says like a conversation she's been having with many friends lately is some version of I'm done trying to solve imaginary problems. Mm -hmm. So, and I think there's obviously, you know, and again, she says there's a difference between what her imaginary problem might be my real actual problem that affects day-to-day life. But I think it's the idea that things that aren't truly affecting your day-to-day life aren't a problem. So it's changing our mindset around situations and it's letting ourselves um, brush things off more easily. Shake it off. 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 I love that song. Yeah. I like that video. Um, But Mm -hmm. so some of the other examples, she says, remodeling my perfectly serviceable, not Instagram worthy kitchen. Loved that example. The three different types of cupboard doors. I painted them all the same color and called it a day. Mm -hmm. The weird open space between that cupboard and the wall. I put a hanging plant there. So I love that. Just like finding good enough ish solution, the good enough ish solution, the minimum effective dose to create a solution that just makes it like serviceable and usable and good enough-ish is obviously so resonant to everything that we talk about. Like it doesn't need to be perfect. Right. Because like doing a kitchen renovation, it's an enormous amount of money. It upends your life like crazy. It's a ton of time. It's a ton of friction. So it's like, do you really need to do that? You know, is it really that big of a problem? Yeah. You know? And ultimately most of the problems that we create or think are created to interrupt our lives and our days are really not problems. No, they're sort of these like, oh, I should have this perfect kitchen or I should have this perfect bathroom. It's kind of like like we talk about our bathrooms, like we both have like tiles that are like that are coming up. I'm going to have a guy here, you know, creating a mother-in-law suite. I'm not going to tear my bathroom apart like my problem is that I have two loose tiles. Yeah. So I don't need a new bathroom. I need this guy to keep those tiles from being loose. Right. I mean, so that's you need like some super glue. We can, we can, I've tried we take, Brooke. Oh, They're, really? Yes. Oh, so okay. mid mod backs, the min is, I just got to glue the tiles. So yeah. I'm not going to make it. The, the, it's like, it's kind of like Gretchen Rubin says, identify the problem. So like, I might identify the problem as like, I really need to renovate my bathroom. And it's like, well, is that the problem? Or is the problem that you have two loose tiles? Right. Letting you know? go of the should, as the wise Amanda Jefferson always tells me, <laughs> the should that like, I'm going to turn this little problem or adversity in my bathroom situation into a huge undertaking when it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. And she also talks about, I'm done with trying to make my body, some part of my body, 10% bigger, 10% smaller, 10% flatter, 10% juicier, whatever. I was thinking of lips. Juicier. Juicier. Like I'm done trying to do that. You know, like I don't care. Nobody cares. I wear, she says, like, I wear clothes outside of my home. So, like, nobody's seeing this stuff. And I actually had a conversation with um, uh, a loved one recently who listens to the podcast. She'll know who she is. And she was talking about how she's so done with struggling with her weight that she struggled with her weight her whole life until finally she said, you know what? I'm done. I'm not dealing with it anymore. I'm going to be the weight that I am and I'm going to love myself at this weight. Because she was making herself miserable. Yeah. So it wasn't like the problem wasn't her weight. The problem was her trying to be a different weight. Yeah. 
Well, and so much of that is society telling us that things are problems when they're really not, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and that is marketing. That is, you know, hey, I sell a product. I certainly think that it can help people, but I and maybe it's not a good business decision, but I try not to ever tell someone that this is going to solve all their problems. Yeah. But I think it's just, you know, we all have different ways of managing them. But ultimately, so much of of what we're being told our problems really aren't. So it's it's an opportunity to step back and say, like, no, this is a problem that someone else is creating so that we buy more stuff or that we need more self-help or more therapy or all of the thing more, more, more. Our society is very um into more everything fast yeah. fashion like you know even it, the makeup like right, the problem the is dark circles so here's right. your concealer the problem is flat yeah. hair so here's your mousse and it's funny like i've always you know if Paige sees me putting on my makeup or um you know like if we're going out and i'm like having more fun with my eye makeup i try to just say oh yeah it's fun it's a fun way to express myself i'm not trying to fix anything i'm not trying to be more pretty or less XYZ. I'm just, I'm not solving a problem. I'm, I'm just enha- having you're enhancing, fun with it. enhancing, I'm enhancing your, your natural, beauty. Oh, natural beauty. But you know, it's like, I never want the things that I do. And, and I think maybe that's why I have had more fun with makeup. And you and I have talked about it more on the podcast recently because it's just fun. Yeah. I'm not looking at it as something to solve a problem because it's Mm -hmm. not really a problem Mm -hmm. it's just something i'm interested in right it's like wearing a dark red lipstick i'm not solving the problem of the fact that my lips aren't red i'm just (laughs) like owning the fact that i'm wearing this really fun yeah right lipstick you're expressing yourself yeah it's funny last week you know i i think problem solving most parents are expert problem solvers in different ways. And, you know, kids are all different, have different personalities and different things that bother them and can turn into bigger problems if we let them. And, and I think, you know, we always want to make our kids' lives easier, but make sure that they're also learning lessons. And so they're that fine line between something that's like a real problem versus not a real problem, but also how do we teach a lesson? You know, it's like, ah, yeah. um, last week. So Paige has dance class on Wednesdays at 410. So that mm-hmm. means we need to do the school pickup mm-hmm. and get home and immediately get changed and pretty much be out the door mm-hmm. to this dance class and it's hip hop. So it's not the ballet class where you used to have to wear, you know, tights and a black leotard. It's a little more flexible yeah. um, in terms of what she can wear, but like we still usually get changed. Well, last week she just was not having it. She did not want to go. And a, a big point of contention or quote unquote problem was mm-hmm. that she did not want to change into dance attire. And mm-hmm. so finally I was like, okay, you can wear your school clothes. Like you're still going to have to change your shoes when you get there. Mm -hmm. But genuinely, I don't care. And this is a pretty flexible dance studio. Right. But if it's not, she's going to learn a lesson from this Mm -hmm. that like, okay, Paige, next week you can't wear a t-shirt and shorts. You kind of have to wear some sort of dance attire. So that's, that could have been me making this a bigger problem because no she has to get changed right she has to fit in with the rest of the students 
I figured, nope, I'm just going to not let this be a problem. Get her more happy, well, get her in the car with less conflict. Because right, your goal is just to get her to go to class. My, yes. Yeah. My minimum goal is to, effective dose. You minimum want her to effective walk dose into is the class. Get there on time. Mm-hmm. No big deal. But she also got a taste of being the only one not in dance wear. Mm-hmm. And today that we're recording this, it's Wednesday. So we're going to see how we'll see. we're going to see how four o'clock goes today. But it's yeah. like I just didn't have the energy to turn that into a problem. Such a small thing in our day that I don't need to focus on. Yeah, no, for sure. I think I was reading this book. You know that book that everybody had? It was either in the 80s or I think it was in the 90s that was called um, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff and It's All Small Stuff. Sometimes I just pick it up and see what chapter I end up on. And this was a chapter about turning melodrama into melodrama, like turning it into M-E-L-L-O-W drama, like just chilling out about stuff. And a lot of that comes from this term that I also learned from another book called Radical Acceptance, which is a Tara Brock book, who's a meditation expert. This radical acceptance of just like, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Like I was in the post office yesterday and um, I got in there like 10 minutes before it was closing. I definitely needed that piece of mail to get out there that day. And there were probably like 10 people in line in front of me and everybody was super grumpy, super annoyed. Like they were forming friendships between them based on just like their shared frustration and suffering of waiting in this line. Mm -hmm. And I was just like so annoyed at everybody because I'm just like, just if you're going to stay in line, just stay in line. You know, like I sat, I found a little chair. I sat down. I caught up on a few emails. I caught up on the news. It was like the first time all day I'd actually gotten able to sit still for a second. So it's just like, if you don't want to wait in line, don't wait in line, just go. But if you are going to wait in line, just take it. It's going to take as long as it takes deal with it just deal with it yeah exactly so um i don't know i think sarah von bargain she um also in the past i don't know i'll have to see if i can find that article but she also had some little like one-liners that you can use to respond to people when they are sort of either crossing a boundary or creating drama like oh brooke like you guys aren't gonna have any more kids like really or like ooh, like how much did your house cost by the way like whatever <laughs> like somebody just trying to you know she always um sh- she does that line that i've talked about before that's like oh amanda yeah ask the potatoes mm-hmm. where it's just like oh you just said something that i'm not gonna you know get involved in but yeah. i'm kind of calling you out on it and i'm gonna change the subject or things like Whenever I hear people sort of like gossiping or going on and on about, can you believe that so-and-so, blah, 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 I'll just sort of say like, oh, well, I don't know, live and let live. Yeah. You know, like their life, their choices kind of, and change the subject. Yep. Good for her, not for me. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I think conflict that arises from or even just like, you know, gossip or trying to pull conflict out of a situation to create an issue or to create gossip. I just use that as a reminder and a clue that like, okay, this relationship or this interaction isn't for me. And so I'm going to not let it insert itself into my life too much or not let this person, um, 
take control of my feelings about something that 10 minutes before I saw them wasn't a problem. Right. It's like that saying too, like, just because somebody throws you a ball doesn't mean you need to catch it. Mm. You know, like, it's kind of just like, you don't have to catch that ball. You can be like, oh, nope, not interested. Moving on. You know, you might get hit in the face, though. You might get hit in the face, which I did many times as a very less than mediocre softball player. But um, I was really proud of Isabel the other day. There was some school drama going on and she was kind of in the middle of it. And she said to her friends, like, I'm not going to get involved. Like, you guys (gasps) figure it out. And I was like, yay. Because it's so easy to be like, oh, I know. I can't believe she said that. And then it comes around to bite you and you weren't even involved in the first place. So I was really glad. I was trying to explain to her Switzerland. I was like, you were Switzerland. She's like, huh? (laughs) I'm like, neutral party? No? Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, It's funny. You know, you had talked about a couple weeks ago people, you know, kind of maybe putting down like her being into cheerleading and be like, bruh. You know, just the different comebacks. Bruh. And I told I told Graham that and he thought it was so funny. I was like, yeah, you know, if someone's just like saying something yes. hurtful or that you don't really know how to come back with something um, to to say that you don't want to be involved in that conversation or that they said something hurtful that you're not even going to give them the time of day. Yeah. We talked about this yet because that was the version of like, Oh, Amanda, the tween version is for tweens. But it's funny. It also turned into, um, I forget now what movie it was. Is it a movie or a show that Steve Buscemi is like trying to, act like he's a high schooler and he walks up with like a backwards cap and a skateboard on his shoulder and he's like greetings fellow young people or i'm totally i'm getting this wrong and nick is probably downstairs like it's this movie he can probably hear me anyway so i yes. really like this and i think also brooke at this time like our world we i just kind of want to recognize how I mean, the state of the world right now, you know, as we're recording this, um, the terrorism that's happening in Israel, the unthinkable suffering that we're having to see happen with this war that's broken out. And, you know, it's the second major war right now. And so, like, when you think about these problems that we're talking about, it's nothing. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, in the majority of our lives, nothing is a problem. Yeah. When you look and, and I hate to only use world events as the comparison like oh my life nothing in my life can be a problem and and like need a current event to remind me of that mm-hmm. and so I, I don't think that's what either of us are saying but it is a really really stark and timely reminder that so much of what we deal with in our lives is still so very privileged and people in the world are hurting right now a the conflict in Israel is terrible and it is terrorism I have a lot of Jewish friends who are hurting right now yeah so just want to extend you know our thoughts to anybody that's being affected in our listener community directly by this conflict and yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, it, that book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and it's all small stuff. Most of the stuff that we're talking about in our daily lives that we do create problems are small stuff. But this is big stuff yeah. that's happening right now. This is this is really big stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Knowing the difference. Knowing the difference. Gives you a little perspective. Yeah. And I think just having gratitude of like, you know, I 
yeah, I'm arguing with Isabel right now about going to school, but we all have a safe place to sleep tonight. We have food on the table. We have warm clothes. We have our safety, you know, um, we have the fundamentals and so many people, um, at this particular time don't. Yeah. So I really appreciated this topic. I think it's given me a lot of perspective and, Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to kind of use that as that little trick, uh, you know, those little one-liners that we have like, is this really a problem? Mm-hmm. What yeah. if it weren't? What yeah. if it wasn't a problem? Yeah. All right. Should we uh, take a little break and come back? Let's take a break. Okay. Hey, listeners, Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars, and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We're back. We're back. So it's my turn. Well, it was supposed to be my your turn to talk about sparking joy, but something was like really sparking joy for me. So you let me do a little switchy, we're, which we're switchy poo. Up. We're changing it up because we make the rules here, Amanda. We as we've make discussed. the rules. We Amanda, are the good enoughish bosses. Tell yes. we are the good enoughish bosses. Yes. in many ways. Yes. Um, tell me what's sparking joy for you today. You know, part of this, you know, hot mess to just really crushing it in the past however many hours I can contribute to, I just did this morning, a cave. Now we've talked about cave day before, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. A little bit. Give us, give our listeners a reminder. Okay. So cave day is essentially sort of a virtual co-working space where you can go on and you can virtually co-work with people all over the world. And they're essentially what they're called like one hour sprints, or you can do a three hour, three, three caves, three sprints back to back. And there's a facilitator that sort of gets you all set up like, okay, what's everybody working on? You can even do little breakout groups for like 30 seconds where you talk to other people from around the world about what they're working on. Mm -hmm. They have like, everybody does like a thunderclap of like, okay, we're going to get started. It's a whole like thing. And so when I went to New York a couple weekends ago, I went to an in-person cave day retreat where we did this, but we did it in person. So... I was looking up at all of this stuff that I had to do and I was like, oh man, I need a cave to just like really focus. It's an excellent opportunity to just focus. So I did one and each facilitator is different. Uh, And this guy this morning was hysterical. First of all, I don't know if he was British or if he was doing a British accent, (laughs) but he was wearing essentially like Shakespearean sort of like collars and robes. He had some sort of feather pen And he was talking all about, you know, like finding your genius. And like, he's like, oh my God, I'm so honored to be in this group of geniuses. And he's doing it almost like it's a theatrical performance. Okay. And he's asking us all to be like completely, it's funny, melodrama, the word is coming up again, like melodramatic about whatever we're doing. Oh, he wants you to be melodramatic. He's like, if you are doing your bills, I want you to be melodramatic about it. And he had us like look off into the distance and say, to ourselves, like, I am creating genius today. And people in the chat, some of them, it was their first ever cave. And they were like, are they always like this? Like, what is this? Like, what is happening right now? 
And the people, other people were responding like, no, this is amazing. I schedule meetings around the sky. Like I want to be in this cave. Um, so I think I'm going to start scheduling meetings around the sky. So it's Wednesday morning. It's beautiful because it was 930 to 1230. And I got so much done in those three hours and had this like Shakespearean guy telling me I was a genius. Yeah. It sparks a lot of joy. It and was I think so much joy. It all comes back to like, just have fun with it. Make it yes. like, make it fun and easy. Why, why would it have to be serious Correct. when you can be Shakespearean? Yes. And I want to let people know if people are like, how do I join this or how much does it cost? So I'm going to put a referral link in the show notes where I think you can try it for, it's something like $1 for a month. So you could try it for $1 and you could do like unlimited caves, or you could do $40 for three months, I think. Or the other promotion that you get with this referral link is if you're like, oh my God, I love it. I'm in, you can do $300 for a whole year. I think I pay something like $30 a month to join it. Okay. Um, but It's an accountability it's, tool. That's it's great. It's a total accountability tool and it works for me. Do you remember how you found it? No. I think I was probably Googling at some point because I'm always Googling like accountability tools, you know, like those things of like, how can you make me do these, all these things that I need to do? And I somehow found it and I got to meet the founders in New York. Nice. Um, And they're, yeah, it's, it's really fascinating and fun. So let me know anybody, any of our list. Yeah. Let us know listeners. If you try the cave, because maybe we'll see each other in a cave. (gasps) That'd be so fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Amanda sighting in a cave. Mm-hmm. Why do we call it a cave? It's just part of their whole shtick. They, yeah, it's this whole <laughs> idea of like that is where we gather. Yeah, and, you know, they had a whole kind of shtick about it at the retreat. Okay. Um. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Well, what are you doing to do your future self a favor? So a few months ago, I bought. So you know, actually, let's take it back a little bit. Okay. okay. We love the Container Store. You and I. Yes, we're, we do. We're, storage type of like we love a good storage tool we do and fernando loves the container store too which is one of the reasons why i love him i will say i do typically buy bins and containers and things from target because i'm a target girl through correct yes Um, and container store would be a little dangerous for me like too many containers Mm -hmm. but i will say that like you know bins are not inexpensive the big tubs that I often use in my basement for like holiday decorations mm-hmm. and out of season clothes and things like that. And I'm always on the hunt for good prices for bins, but, and I honestly don't remember where I came across these. It might've been someone in a Facebook group that was like moving and recommended these. And I was like, wait a second, okay. these would be a great tool for just general storage. And they're so much less expensive than bins. And ultimately Bins are great if you need something really structured, but they're heavy. They're Mm -hmm. kind of a pain if you're taking them up and down your stairs for whatever reason. So Mm -hmm. these, what I got, they are heavy-duty moving bags with handles. And I got them from Amazon. They came in a set of eight for $30. So that's about the price of one or two big plastic tub bins. Uh So these are great. They have I can't picture it. So I'm going to show you on, so they're just these uh like uh kind of big, like about the size of a plastic bin, but Mm -hmm. they are these thick, like sturdy plastic, um, but pliable and they have handles and a zipper. Mm -hmm. So 
I have started using them to store our out-of-season clothes. Mm -hmm. And I just filled one last week with all of our, like, beach towels. And I ended up putting in, like, the pool... the pool toys and Mm -hmm. goggles and things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it is just so much more convenient than a bin. It has handles. I used some painter's tape on the side of it. I was going to ask you, did it have a place for a label or did you just use some tape for a label? I just used some tape. So they come in, the ones that I got came also come in like a light gray, which I also could have used and written directly on, but I chose Mm -hmm. to use tape because I'm going to change this over, you know, whatever. I want to be able to use them flexibility. Um, Now, are they stackable? Are you able to sort of stack them on top? they do have some structure. If they're really full, I'm imagining that they would be easier to like stack on top of each other. Listen, are they going to be as stackable as like five or six plastic bins would be? No. But for our purposes are of storing like out of season clothes and pool towels and um, maybe linens that we're not using unless we have guests or something. Yeah. They do the trick beautifully and they come in packs of eight. So I'm going to share these in the show notes. Um, And I really did my future self a favor. I know. So then when pool season comes around, you're going to be like, look at me. Yeah. I got it all together. Got it all together. And, Love and it. I can bring the nice thing with the handles is that I can like lug it upstairs. Yeah. At the beginning of summer, just throw the pool towel. You know how I like to keep pool towels sometimes in my car. Like yes. once they're clean, I just keep them there. So it's just going to make the whole transition easier. I wonder if you could even keep that whole tote in the back of your car during pool season. I could. You, know? you keep could. it contained. I yeah. could, Amanda. Next level. Next level. Yep. So. Yeah. I love it. All okay. right. Well, as always, we have covered many, many topics. All the things. I'd love to hear from our listeners about, is there something that we sparked in you when you were thinking to yourself, this is a problem, and then all of a sudden you're realizing it's not a problem? It would be right. really fun to hear from people about what that sparked for people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So send us a voicemail, email, text, 484-440-9498. You did it. Crushed it. Um, (laughs) All right, everybody. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.